Welcome to the Transom Podcast, a monthly roundup of the new features on the transom.org website, providing mathematical puzzles, games, learning activities, and the ever-popular mathematics lesson starter of the day. Here's your host, John Tranter. Hello, and welcome to podcast number 111 for the month of February 2024, a month with 29 days. It begins, as usual, with the puzzle of the month. What birthday did Attica celebrate in the last leap year of the last century? If she is 10 years older than Winthrop, who will celebrate his 40th birthday in the last leap year of this current decade, neither was born on the 29th of February. Can you answer that puzzle? How did you do it? Please let me know. Do send an email to transom at transom.org. There you go. That's a new email address for you. The answer will be in next month's podcast, but I'd love to hear from you before then. So while you think about that, here are some of the key resources added to the Transom website during this last month. Back in 1985 in Valley Park School, my A-level group and I filled a large wall with a huge integration flowchart. It was magnificent. I wish I'd taken a photograph of it because, of course, it no longer exists. In recent years, I've had various attempts at recreating it digitally, and now I can share with you my latest effort. So, it's on the Transom website. It's called Integration Flowchart. It'll be in the calculus topic. But everything that I talk about in this podcast... The links can be found at transom.org slash newsletter. The flowchart includes the syllabus items that appear in the International Baccalaureate Analysis and Approaches Higher Level course. But of course, there's a big overlap with the A-level course and other courses that students follow around the world. So... Have a look at it and see if you want to use it or even adapt it for your students. Let me know if you find it useful. By the way, my International Baccalaureate AA syllabus online, linking to the various resources, is currently the fastest growing part of the website because I'm currently teaching a student the higher level course, so I'm constantly adding bits and bobs So if you're also teaching that course, have a look, that might be useful. Or if you have students following that course, they might find it a good additional revision resource. You can find Transom Mathematics at www.transom.org. Quickulations has been updated. It gives the teacher now more control over the speed of the, uh, the changing questions. And it'll keep running forever if you let it. It never gets tired of creating more numeracy questions and is quite customizable. So you can set the level of those addition, subtraction, multiplication, division, percentage questions. And it just keeps repeating um, the process of giving you a new question, a certain time to answer it, and then it reveals the answer. So you could just have it running on your whiteboard at the beginning of a lesson for the students to be memorized, mesmerized by, <laughs> and um, hopefully they can memorize the uh, the answers. Anyway, 
a new advanced starter called Ghosts and Papua New Guinea has appeared based on something I heard the comedian Frank Skinner say on the radio. Have you ever seen a ghost? Have you ever seen Papua New Guinea? Well, it's about probability and statistics, I guess. Have a look at that advanced starter. Remember, the links are in the newsletter. Thanks to Transom friend Anne for pointing out the lack of a partial fractions exercise on the website. That omission has now been corrected. The code I used to check whether the user has got the answer correct looks for an exact match between what the user has typed in and the answer that I've defined. The problem with complex algebraic expressions is that there are so many different yet equivalent ways the answer can be expressed. For that reason, I've added a new feature. If you click on the question number, you'll see a, a template, a, a shadow, or sort of a format of the acceptable answer. I hope that will work well, and uh, that I could roll that out to other similar exercises, I suppose. Navigation news has been updated. Not only do students have to answer questions about three-figure bearings, they also have to use the direction buttons to move around the maze. You may want to bookmark that activity for the next time you teach bearings. I am continuously searching for interesting facts to add to the relatively new why Learn Maths page. Now, I've just recently incorporated a fact from the 2021 GCSE Attainment Lifetime Earnings Research Report that was commissioned by the DFE. Studying maths can boost your earning potential. Strong math skills can open up a wider range of career options which are often more lucrative. The report states... There is wide variation in the marginal grade returns by individual GCSE subjects. A one-grade improvement in maths is associated with a discounted return of £14,500, whereas in English, the return is £7,300 and in music, it is £5,500. So a little bar chart to represent that fact now appears on the Why Learn Maths page. Do you teach the topic of gradient? Gradients, of course you do. Most maths teachers, uh, particularly in secondary school, will of course teach about gradients. Now, there is a term in common use, a steep learning curve, and it's commonly used to suggest that a subject was difficult difficult to comprehend and required a considerable amount of time to become proficient in. However, in the context of gradients, a steep gradient indicates a significant increase over a brief period, which could be misconstrued as the subject being easy to learn. So perhaps the term shallow learning curve would more accurately ref reflect the initial challenge associated with mastering a subject that's quite difficult. Just a thought. Here are some February dates on which you can 
Enjoy themed maths lessons with the ideas I have collected. So on the 4th of February, we have Palindromic Day. The 10th of February, Chinese New Year. 13th of February, Pancake Day. 14th of February, Valentine's Day. And the 29th of February, Leap Year Day. So in the newsletter, you'll find links to those five dates and activities that go with them. Mathematical activities that go with them, of course. I enjoy listening to the BBC's More or Less podcast. And uh, there was an episode on interesting numbers from the year 2023. It contained hand-picked statistics on energy, population and first division football that tell you something interesting about the world. As a maths teacher, the numbers resonated with me. 420 terawatt hours. The amount of low carbon electricity that China added in 2023 from solar and wind power. This is enough to match the entire electricity generation of the UK. 40 billion tonnes. The estimated amount of CO2 humanity put into the atmosphere in 2023. An increase from 2022. China is the largest emitter. 4. The number of goals that the Cambridge United football team scored when they beat Fleetwood Town 4-0 after a string of defeats. An example of regression to the mean. 100 million, the number of people estimated to use the AI chatbot ChatGPT every week since it launched in November 2022. 1,425,025,775,850 India's estimated population at the end of April 2023, making it the world's most populous country, surpassing China. The number quoted to nine significant figures implies false precision. And as for my monthly mention of artificial intelligence, you've just heard the results. Because I downloaded the podcast MP3 file, then I used a website called Cockatoo, to produce a transcript from which the large language model called Claude 2 extracted the bullet points that I have just had someone artificially read out. Wonderful. Oh my goodness, what a time-saving opportunity some of this artificial intelligence affords us. In fact, I'll leave you with a following fact I learned from the next episode of the BBC's More or Less. The number of potential sequences in a game of chess surpasses the quantity of atoms in the observable universe. Wow, you have to go and listen to that podcast if you want to hear all the maths behind that. Finally, the answer to last month's puzzle, which was... Justin Time has made a New Year's resolution to go jogging on every day in January, after the first of the month. He will jog on a day only if its date is neither a multiple of any date on which he has already jogged, nor a factor of 2024. How many days in January will Justin be able to go for a jog? I calculated that there were nine days on which he could go jogging. They were the 3rd, 5th, 7th, 13th, 16th, 17th, 19th, 29th and the 31st. Many thanks to the first five people to let me know how they'd solved it. Alan, Linda, Rick, Will and Pauline. 
In fact, you can see some of their solutions in the online version of this podcast, which is the newsletter, transom.org slash newsletter. Okay, that's all for now. Almost suffice to say, leap years are nature's way of giving us a breather. The 29th of February is there to rest and lace up your hiking boots. After all, there's a 31-day march ahead. (laughs) Bye. Thank you for downloading and listening to the Transom podcast. You can find the website at www.transom.org, where you're welcome to use all of the activities absolutely free. Or jump in with both feet and become a Transom subscriber.